What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coaching host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Today, we're coming at you just clear cut, you know, dropping 10 fitness myths that you probably believe, you know, at least a couple of these. So this might blow your world and we're going to take it a level deeper. We're not just going to say them. We're going to explain them and explain why people believe them. Some of them might have a shred of truth in there. So, you know, definitely be sure to listen. I think you'll be surprised by a few of these and we're just so excited to jump into it. So I think there's no better one uh, than for me to start with than carbs after dinner will make you gain weight or carbs after 7 p.m. or 8 p.m whatever it may be you know it's very common that carbs get demonized and i've spoken about this before and you know it kind of seems like uh you know it's easier for marketing to kind of pick one or the other to really make kind of the evil nutrient whether it be carbs you know carbs is uh, more so the recent one fats was like early 2000s you know and they kind of just like to alternate back and forth and now you know people are like oh high fat so good keto i need more fat you know it's so interesting though how people like to just find one thing to find the problem but you know to take it a step back if you look at the nutritional uh you know pyramid of importance first thing you need to focus on is your caloric intake overall um you know if you're concerned about your nutrients and the specific nutrients but you don't even have an idea of what your calories are you're going about it all wrong that is not the problem you know the number one factor for change is going to be your total intake then will be your protein consumption then the tertiary factor will be carbon fat intake and even though it's third it doesn't mean it's ultra ultra important you know for most people 99 percent of people it won't really affect them much the exception is if one nutrient causes you to feel worse if you're very sedentary and you don't eat a ton of food you know do you need to be having a ton of carbs probably not but some people do some people feel better really high carb and low fat and you know what i encourage is you try different things see what feels the best but most importantly not to spend too too much time on this um total caloric uh, consumption is most important then protein carbs and fats are pretty interchangeable if you like one more than the other and it makes you feel good lean into it you can have it whenever you want and you know having it later at night is not just going to inherently be a problem your body um, digests and burns it all pretty much just the same and people like to kind of try to find exceptions to this rule but you know i find by really looking at it from a simple uh simple metric that's how you'll see the best results yeah and like the only reason that i'll cut off eating and you know not even just carbs but just eating in general a little bit is just because you don't want to eat too close to bed because it will affect your sleep um so that's one thing to consider but people used to think that you know your metabolism just stops while you sleep but you are constantly burning calories no matter what so this has been debunked many times and hopefully uh, you guys can understand why after all of that and that that brings us into number two, which is going to be more of a training myth. If you don't feel sore, you didn't work hard enough. And I've heard this hundreds and hundreds of times over. Hey, you know, I'm not feeling sore. I don't think it's working or like people thinking like, oh, I feel more sore than ever. And, um, you know, just like that means it's all working and everything's coming together. So we can monitor progress in five to 20 different ways before soreness. I just think a lot of times, you know, literally if you do one small different exercise, that will lead you to feeling sore, but that doesn't mean you're actually making progress, right? If you do something like a chest fly or stiff leg deadlift, because of that stretching mo- uh, motion, that's going to leave you feeling sore. So I really highly encourage you to avoid um, looking at just soreness as like an indicator of whether you were, you've worked hard or not. Um, even if you just absolutely beat yourself up more than you should, you're going to become more sore, right? So there's so many different indications that like will leave you feeling sore, but not necessarily making progress. We like to monitor our strength gain. We like to keep track of our weights. We like to, you know, get some good time under tension. And there's a bunch of different things that we should be looking at before soreness. 
Absolutely. You know, I think it's just easy to say, ah, I'm sorry, I worked hard. And it can be a good identifier that you are working the right muscles. If I'm doing an arm day and my legs are super sore, something's probably going wrong. But yeah, it's just inflammation, you know, plain and simple. And at the end of the day, especially, you know, once your body adapts and you're deeper in a program, you shouldn't expect to be as sore, you know, but instead you can focus on contractions, intensity, all the factors you can control. And, you know, you can enjoy the merits of not being obliterated from your workout. So number three is to is that eating small frequent meals helps increase your metabolism, uh, you know, and just the same too, that you should never have like big meals at once, I guess is the other side of that coin. Uh, you know, in particular meal timing, you know, getting back to that hierarchy is very low. That's probably going to be fourth or fifth, um, you know, on that hierarchy of importance and meal timing in general, you know, lots of research has been done on it. It's really easy to overthink, oh, how much protein can I have in one sitting? Or do I need to eat all these little meals? You know, the, the reason this was encouraged before was because of portion control. Um, you know, people typically have more of an issue cutting themselves off and or eating to a point of satisfaction because nowadays, you know, food's so good. It's so rewarding. Uh, you know, if you look at like the signaling of the brain, you know, when you have like a Big Mac or McDonald's or in particular, the mixture of like trans fats and sugars, uh, it just lights up your brain, right? Just like it would a drug addict who's getting drugs and your body wants more of it. You know, even from a survivalistic standpoint, the ability to have such dense calories so quickly and efficiently your body wants to hold on to that and that's where it can be tough and you know the easier way to kind of you could argue someone to get away from that is eat small healthy meals you know just keep eating so you don't feel hungry and it is a really great thing if it works for you absolutely do it i personally like to have a bigger meal and then take a little bit of a you know longer break in between you know get a little bit more hungry and then enjoy a bigger meal once again but uh you don't need to do one or the other one isn't inherently better i know there's it was touted a lot that it was but looking at recent studies once again you know meal timing is such a insignificant factor relative to total caloric intake uh calorie expenditure as well as protein yeah and even just similar to like what we had mentioned before about like you know just your metabolism still going while you're sleeping like i think too many people think that it just like stops you know what i mean and it's just like i know so many people who have one to two meals throughout the day and make incredible progress and then some people who do the five to six meal um type thing as well and it's just a matter of what works best for you i personally do three meals with some snacks and i enjoy that it's not you know just I just feel like sometimes if you could just constantly every two to three hours have to pull out a meal and just, you know, keep eating, like if it works for you because you enjoy it and it keeps you full and whatnot. And like, similar to what Josh was saying, that's cool. But if it's just for the reason of just like keeping your metabolism going, like it just, it makes no sense. And it's definitely been debunked um, as well from other people and us as well here. And that brings me into number four, which is just the fact that you can spot reduce body fat. Now I'm going to put a star on this one because you know, there have been some studies that show like little bits and pieces here and there, but I don't believe it's enough to just say like, okay, if I start doing dedicated ab training every single day, that the abs are going to be fully shaped and kind of just decrease all this body fat right and I think too many people still believe it and it's funny because when I was putting this together uh, for this episode I was like oh some people don't you know all these have been debunked and a lot of people you know just already know all this stuff and then I realized how many DMs we get daily of just like all these questions and even new clients that just sign up and everything like that so I was like we really need to just make a full episode to share to everybody and that's why this you know came to fruition but you know just reducing um, body fat is just going to come from like Josh said uh, you know having that calorie deficit um, you know maintaining a good strength training schedule and I think too many people who put precedence on like okay I need to lose in this specific area 
they end up becoming overwhelmed. They're just so focused on doing side crunches back and forth the entire time and just not doing the actual things that's going to make the biggest difference, such as maybe the compound, such as hitting your protein. So it kind of deviates you from what you should actually be doing and wasting a little bit too much time. So just focus on the fundamentals that we always talk about instead of just, you know, burning that little love handle fat from doing side crunches and Russian twists. And as you can already tell, you know, we follow a no nonsense approach and that's why we're going to offer a special promotion for you today. We just find there's so much misinformation out there and it can become so confusing every single day when you're looking on Google, like, Oh, what exercise should I be doing? What should my meals look like? You know, how should my sleep and training, like everything, it just gets so confusing. And that's why we want to take the guesswork out of the process for four lucky individuals as of today. So follow us on Instagram at Colossus fit C O L O S S U S. FIT, send us a message with the keyword no nonsense, and we'll have a conversation. Make sure that coaching is the right fit for you and that you're the right fit for our coaching program. And we'll see, uh, you know, where to take things from there. So send that message now. Don't wait. The spots will fill up super quick. Um, and we look forward to working with you. And that's it. You know, we love helping people just, you know, really, you know, it's so good when you have a direct course of action, you know, when you put something in your Google maps to get somewhere, it tells you exactly where to go, right? If you had one that was just showing all these random routes and taking you on unnecessary detours you'd be pretty mad and it amazes me that people will still do this with their journey you know especially if you you're busy you know you have a life you have family you have a job you have all these things you know it's so good to just put yourself in the hands of professionals to help us take care of you and to help you you know just really optimize and maximize not only your training but your nutrition as well as your accountability and community the right way from a sustainable approach so definitely hit us up no nonsense dm us out on instagram i'm really pumped to help some people out and to put you on a path to success and number five i hear this a lot and that's that you need to do a lot of cardio or you will not lose fat you can lose a ton of fat and look absolutely incredible never doing cardio in fact i know a lot of people do do that because they hate cardio so much and once again i i don't recommend going to those extremes either but you know, cardio is a tool, right? Much like other things, but it is really important for heart health, you know, aerobic capacity, all these different things. Um, but overall, what it does is it helps you burn calories, right? It helps with calorie expenditure. Now, do you need a ton of calorie expenditure if your intake is low? No. So usually you can control expenditure or you can control intake or you can control a mixture of the two devices, right? And generally it's better to control a mixture of the two or you're going to extremes on one or the other. But some people love cardio and if you really like it and you want to do a bit more you can absolutely make that work you just have to remember to make your priority your priority if your priority is you know muscle development uh you know physical change and you know just really lean muscle retention uh you want to start with your gym training then bridge into your cardio but where people go wrong is they try and do it all through cardio and they're just burning 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 usually they're going to eat it back and they're not seeing that compositional change and they're not seeing a big change in your physique you know that's why we know a lot of people probably that are absolutely cardio monsters they crush it but they still don't look great they don't have skinny fat or they kind of have that skinny fat look and that can be because they're not actively challenging their body composition yeah this is a massive myth and you know i just think uh, i mean josh literally hit it on the head so i couldn't i couldn't agree more i'm, I'm honestly not going to add on to that because i'm just so pumped to talk about number six 
which is just the fact that you have to have a protein shake within 30 minutes of your workout. Now, once again, this is a massive myth and hey, you know, it doesn't make you a bad person if you're someone that has believed these things or still to this day believe it. We've all been there and I used to be that guy who as soon as I leave the gym, well, before I leave the gym, I would have my shaker and my protein and I would just start chugging it right away because there's an anabolic window that you're only allowed to get the protein in within 15 to 20 minutes after leaving, right? So after, you know, just learning all about this stuff, you realize, that it makes no sense in that, you know, yes, protein and a nice solid dense meal afterwards um, will give you some benefits, right? In terms of just, you know, fueling your muscles. And I mean, I can go on for days about that, but um, there isn't a specific time frame. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. You know, we usually have a meal anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes afterwards, but you know, I, I don't know the exact number because research has kind of been so all over the place for this one, but I'd say within a good hour and a half, two hours still, you do want to get something within your system. Um, some sort of healthy carbs, a good protein source, you know, even a healthy fat doesn't hurt as well, but you shouldn't be like just so concerned about just chugging that protein. And I remember I used to worry as well as like, Oh man, like I, I, this is my gains are going to be lost. I'm not going to be able to make as much progress because I don't have a protein source with me. Chill out, focus on the fundamentals, and this really won't make a massive difference long term. It, it may make a small, like, you know, 0.0, like, it's such a small amount for these things, and that's why we want, always want to focus on the bigger picture stuff that actually makes a real big difference. So that way you don't have a million things that you're trying to add into your day. Absolutely. Kyle knocked that one right out of right out of the park. That was absolutely amazing. And, you know, protein in particular, there's just so many, you know, myths surrounded it, you know, around it actually. Like it's just it's protein, it's a nutrient, it's not magical. It does have magical effects in terms of composition. It's a very powerful nutrient. But, you know, yes, you can have protein on non training days. Yes, you can have a good chunk of your protein at once. Uh, you know, all these different things. And the window is the funniest one, but I'm glad Kyle absolutely crushed that one. And that brings me into number seven, which is that lightweights and high reps will help you look toned. Uh, so, you know, in particular, there was the old, you know, kind of mindset of six to eight reps, you know, you're going to get absolutely D's in that range. That's where you put on muscle three to five is strength. And then uh, 12 to 15 is if you want to look toned. So, you know, ladies never do eight or you're going to get absolutely yoked. And, you know, like once again, the, the concept behind this is like you're getting more blood flow. You can stimulate, you know, a different type of, well, I guess it's all the same hypertrophy really, but it's a different feeling when you're training for strength versus when you're training for uh, development, right? So that is something to keep in mind. But in general, you can look absolutely toned, you know, sticking in those lower ranges, even being at eight reps, you know, this is just an oversimplification of a routine and so much should go into a routine and you should take advantage of different rep schemes, you know, strength training, you should be challenging yourself more to get stronger, you know, very specific isolated hypertrophy, you know, think single muscle group hypertrophy, feel free to utilize the most higher ranges, you know, and even sometimes I'll play around like calves, I'll go 20 to 30 reps. And like, once again, reps are in rep schemes are tools you can use. They're not a be all end all. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like the amount of times it's like someone has said, you know, in the DMs are just, you know, new new clients are like, hey, I'm in, I'm in the eight to 12 rep range. Like, you know, I, I think I should be doing like 20 to 25. And especially like people just think that when they lift heavier weights, I mean, this is a myth we'll talk about in a second, but it's just like, 
you know, they, they magically blow up. And uh, it's just kind of funny because it's like could the complete opposite. And that's once again, something we'll talk about in a second. But um, the next thing is just, and, and what I love about this, like video, this um, podcast is just, there's so many different things we're approaching, like whether it's nutrition, whether it's protein, whether it's, you know, just cardio, like strength training. I feel like there's just like 50 plus myths and we could do a part two for sure. But there's just so many things like just sitting down. We're like, oh my gosh, there's only 10, you know, we're going to do today, but you know, we'll save us. Uh, some other ones for another episode but uh, number eight is just the fact that fasted cardio burns more calories and body fat and you know I just I've heard quite a few people say it and once again there's always small benefits to these things for your current situation if you're someone who does cardio in the morning you wake up you want to get it done you don't really have time to prepare breakfast I think a lot of myths come from just people starting to do something for a specific reason and then just it completely getting like, you know, like broken telephone, you know, you say something and then it just goes around and then this whole random made up thing comes. And I think that's where a lot of myths come from. So someone may start doing it because it's like, hey, you know, I don't want to eat beforehand. I don't want to feel full. Like I just want to get it done. And, and that's totally fine, right? I personally do that sometimes as well when I do cardio, right? Maybe I'll have a banana and whatnot, but for the most part, it makes literally no difference um, in order to when you actually look at progress to lose body fat to you know become more efficient like whether you do fasted cardio or not it's your choice um the only thing would obviously be you know just hey you don't want to have a massive meal and then just start running and jumping and doing whatever it is so that's something to look at but it definitely does not burn more calories it's definitely not more efficient and even the studies that we looked at it actually like of course maybe at the beginning it might have a small advantage but over the duration of the day it ends up leveling out so you end up burning the exact same amount of calories throughout the day um, you know, whether you're fasted or not. Absolutely. You know, and if someone says like you need to do one thing to have success and so much of it can be like, uh, you know, anecdotal, like it could be, oh, I did this, it worked for me. So you need to do this. Right. But when you look into things and what's really cool, like me and Kyle can speak pretty plainly about all of these, because not only have we done them firsthand, not only have we done the research and looked at the science, um, but we've had the opportunity of actively helping, you know, well over a thousand people here, you know, actually see change. And like, I know firsthand very simply what works and what doesn't. And and, you know, when people buy into that, you know, they sign up for coaching. It's just incredible the transformations we generate. And those are all our transformations. You know, we've had the opportunity to work with incredible people. But, you know, we've really tried to narrow it down to what is sustainable, what works long term, what is going to be consistent. And, you know, if you want to see some more of those, hit up our Instagram at CloseFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And also hit us up No Nonsense if you want to get that going. Like I said, this can be so transformative for you. You know, I believe in every person's capacity and ability to be their fittest, healthiest, and happiest self. You know, it's the reason we made the podcast. It's the reason we work one-on-one with people and you know it's just up to you to get that started so you know if you're feeling the push definitely reach out say no nonsense to us and you know we got you but number nine kind of adding on to what i said before is that weights will make you big slow and bulky uh in particular previously i know um a lot of women would there was a big hesitancy uh there to actually get into weight training because you didn't want to look bulky you didn't want to look that i know that has changed a lot even with instagram you know there's just girls crushing everywhere lifting lifting heavy powerlifting, and i love to see that red changing because it's so true you know like most people you know even if you went absolutely insane two hours a day for a year um, you know especially as a female you're not going to look like jacked like a dude there's just no way you have different hormonal structures right like if you look at estrogen it just isn't as potent for muscular development as testosterone is and that's usually why the women who are really jacked and if you want that look power to you very often are utilizing PEDs and or taking testosterone it's just the different makeup right like another good 
example even is a lot of my clients, I'll have a lot of female clients who say, oh, you know, I hit a bench PR, but I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's so small compared to yours or like it's so minuscule compared to my boyfriend's. And I'm like, it's, we're so different. Like if a woman is able to bench a hundred pounds and she's only like 120 pounds, that's friggin' like impressive. Like that's crazy, you know, because if you think about it too, like the build of men, like we have wider shoulder structures, stronger backs, like, you know, and these are all things that you can start to change a little bit through training, but we're all like a little bit different, you know, just the same too. Like I swear women are so good at beasting out legs, right? It comes more natural to them sometimes. And like, you know, it's so good. You know, some people are just out there absolutely crushing it, but you know, you need to be proud of where you are and your ability and getting strong, you know, lifting weights. Um, you, you're going to look great. Like no matter what, you're not going to just look absolutely yoked. I know people are scared of it. Um, you know, and once again, you'll, you'll become a better version of where you're at and you know, you can always lean out during the process too. And what's cool is nothing's permanent, right? Like you can constantly change your look you know, and that's with why with coaching too, clients will say, Hey, you know, I, I want to get super shredded. I just want to look good. And then they'll say, you know what? I want to get strong. I just want to be as strong as I can. I want to look good and feel good and push more sustainability. We can make that pivot. You know, maybe you wanted to bulk, but now you want to cut. Like that's what's fun about this fitness journey is you can actively. And once you really learn nutrition, you really learn training, you really learn accountability, you can change these metrics more and more to kind of manipulate how you want to look, how you want to feel. And it can be fun little like journeys, you know, it gives you something to work towards and can be totally awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've heard so many times someone's like, Hey, you know, I just like think we're going to start with probably start with cardio for the first little bit. Like, you know, I don't want to do weights too much. Like I don't want to get, oh man, it's just, I've heard it a million times. So I'm really glad that Josh went through that and deep debunked, I guess you could say, uh, that myth. And that brings us into number 10. I think they're all so equally important. Like I was trying to like put it in like this in a specific order, but I'm like, honestly, I've just heard each of them like 50 million times and they all are just, you know, it's not like they're the worst things in the world, but at the end of the day, if you think of how much time you can waste, like there's some people who will literally waste like three years because they're believing all these things and because maybe they're not strength training or because they're pushing themselves till failure to the point where they're trying to get sore and then can't walk and then they're stressed and then like even being sore like that's not the greatest feeling in the world like some people will strive for that I'm like why are you trying to beat yourself up like that so anyways that's why this is a super important episode and that brings me into number 10 right you should stretch before each workout now this is something and I put stretch in quotations that too many people believe I see uh, I don't know hundreds of people walking into the gym you know, drop their bag down and then they'll put their arms across their chest and then just do like a pigeon pose and just like these like small stretches that really aren't doing anything except honestly not, they're not benefiting you. In fact, they're actually going to be taken away from your workout. So we always talk about the importance of mobilizing. You know, if you want to do some leg swings, if you want to do some activation work and some band pull-aparts, that's what's going to give you the best bang for your buck. It's going to save you time and it's actually going to allow you to avoid getting injured versus just holding a stretch for no given reason, right? So, you know, we say it a lot, but it's something we're super passionate about. Um, I know you could talk about the whole stretching thing for days, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully people understand why uh, you should just be mobilized move your arms around, getting your legs moving, getting your arms moving versus just holding a static stretch, which, uh, you know, just, um, is going to be wasting your time truthfully. Yeah. And we're running through 10 things here. So, uh, you know, it's not going to be as in depth as if I dedicated a whole episode to it. And the good news is, uh, I think for 80% of these, we have dedicated entire episodes to these topics. So, you know, if you're curious more, you know, just search on Spotify or iTunes, fit, healthy, happy stretch, you'll find our episode on it, you know, or fit, healthy, happy, 
cardio, you know, and you can get more tailored information uh, as to what you're curious on, right? Instead of just always waiting for new episodes, if you haven't listened to all the old episodes, it's a great opportunity to do so because there's some really, really good content there, some really good deep dives, and it's definitely worth checking out. So I would highly encourage everyone to do that. Um, You know, otherwise, I just want to say thank you, every single one of you for listening. And, you know, I really hope you learned some good information. I hope we were very uh, clear and concise about why it is a myth and what you should be focused in on instead. You know, if you have any questions about anything, hit us up on the DMs. We're really, really active there. We make a point to be on Instagram. If you want to get started with coaching, you know, hit us up with no nonsense. We'd love to help you out there. Our Instagram, once again, is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. You know, check out Transformations, lots of good value there. Weekly uh, live streams Wednesday at around 10 a.m. Eastern Standard. Just make sure, you know, you're kind of checking in, refreshing, and I mean, you can chill with me and Kyle on our workouts, which is really cool and ask some live questions. So thanks everyone once again. Peace out.